Nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring today. Robert Half is here to help. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Coming up. Today on Watching Your Wealth, why do we overspend during the holidays and how can we stop it? Plus, a financial move to make before year end. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you'll learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Coming up, we'll look at a simple financial move to make by year end. But first, we're joined by Carol Ward. Carol Ward is a psychotherapist and author, and she's here to explain why we may overspend at the holidays and how we can stop. Welcome back, Carol. Oh, Veronica, always a pleasure. Same. So, Carol, you said there are psychological reasons that may cause us to overspend during the holidays. What are some of those reasons? Well, I, I think there are three of them, and two are not so festive, and one is festive. Okay. So, the first one is that we overspend because we feel guilty. Mm. And guilt is when we think we should do something as opposed to what we really want to do. And I think that's one of the number one reasons why we overspend. That's a biggie. I would think maybe this is a generalization. Maybe it's wrong. But for women especially, is that more the case? I think so. Yeah. I think so. There is this, again, it is a generalization, right. but we tend to be the givers, mm. the ones who are taking everyone else's feelings into yeah. account and sometimes putting ours to the right. side. So we do tend to do that. And also... With guilt, there's a lot of media pressure out there, right? Have the perfect holiday. Be be joyful. Everyone's supposed Make to be getting along. That's right. And we know that there's some memories <laughs> that we don't want to keep at That's all. That's right, especially sometimes around the conversation around the Thanksgiving table. That's right. <laughs> That's a That's whole other right. story. Um, so guilt is one. What's another one? Another thing is obligation. And obligation at the holidays is when we feel we have to do something. We have to give a certain amount of money. We have to give that person who we really don't like a mm. gift. And when we're, our motivation is either guilt or obligation, that's extremely stressful. It's, it's not something that has us then enjoy the holidays. It's a lot of pressure. But just to challenge that, it, the sense of obligation, isn't that legitimate, though, for certain uh, gifts? There are definite gift-giving opportunities and people that are about obligation and recognition, really. Maybe it's recognition, Veronica, as opposed to obligation. So service people, you want to recognize your doorman here in New York. You also want to recognize your babysitter, the dog walker. People have really stepped up for you. You want to recognize them and you want to take the whole year into account so if someone's annoyed you in the past couple of weeks <laughs> your dormant person has you don't want to say well i'm not giving anything take a look at the whole year look at and the put, the, yes, put that into it yes yeah. and there you said there's a, a non-festive reason well, a, a festive, a festive reason. reason okay what's a festive, festive reason why we overgive is love okay yeah, we, we, we give because we love people we want to show our affection our appreciation of them, 
And sometimes we dip into our wallets a little bit too much because we want to love them so Aww, much during the holidays. And, and that sometimes then backs up on us. Right, especially when you see your credit card bill in exactly. January. You won't feel so loving. What about stress, though? Because there is so much stress around the holidays. Does that factor into our overspending? Oh, say? definitely. It definitely does. But, you know, here's the thing. We, we can't try to have a zen holiday. <laughs> there is built-in stress during the holidays, the stores are busy. Yep, Your office might be the crowds on the street. I mean, here in New York, we know it's packed with people. Yep. And so there's built-in stress. We just want to look at the additional stress we may be adding to that normal amount of stress. And that is by going out and shopping without a plan in mind, by overextending our time at parties or gatherings, mm. by waiting to the last minute, or... By adding those two things that we just talked about, guilt and obligation, into what could be a wonderful time of year. Or shopping when you're hungry and tired. <laughs> I have hungry. done this. It doesn't work out well. Isn't it true? And I was also thinking you have to also, you don't want to go online and shop after the company holiday party. Good Always point. shop in the cold light of day. Yes. Don't be clicking on those links and special after a bargains. Few drinks, right? That's Not right. a good idea. So, how do we unhook from this need to spend? Or overspend. I think it's simply becoming more conscious. One, it is a stressful time of year. How to navigate that by making sure that you get enough rest, that you keep your health routines. Keep going to the gym. Maybe you can't make it five days a week. At least try to make it three. Walk different places. And the other thing is think about the motivation for gift giving. I was thinking a, a friend of mine when she had two young children and she told me that on Christmas Day, the first couple of years, she would pack the tree with presents. And what did they enjoy the most? Ripping open the packages and tossing the gifts aside. And she thought, especially when they were young, a lot of packages with not such expensive things inside. Brilliant. Lots of, you know, ribbons. Think about who you're shopping for. What would be the most appropriate thing to give them as opposed to just grabbing something on the run? Yeah. As we talked about dashing down the streets and into packed stores. And also be conscious of your budget. You really can lower the stress by saying this is how much I want to spend and staying within that to the best of your ability. Sticking to that, right? Not That's right. Because right. come January when the bills start coming in, you're going to say, oh, yeah. I allotted for that. You want that instead of going, oh, no. What did I do? What did I do? What about this idea of not using money as a reward? You had mentioned that before. That's right. That goes back to, you know, both with family and with professional relationships. You don't want to reward members of your family financially and then not give to the others. Talk about an explosive family oh, conversation yeah. at the holidays. You want to give equally Again, if there's a child that has stepped up to help you or you recognize someone professionally who has gone above and beyond, certainly you can give a little bit more. But you don't want to punish people because they haven't done something for you. Mm -hmm. Again, take the whole year into account. And you don't want to overly reward people if others know the amount that you're giving. Right. So especially yep. in a professional situation, if you're compensating employees, it might be based on length of time. You don't want to have infighting by saying 
you know, you did a better job, so I'm going to give you a little bit more. None of that, that ever remains dicier. a secret, <laughs> no, right? People we talk. all know. That's right. Everybody talks. Any last tips on approaching this for the holidays and how we won't uh, spend more than we anticipated? Well, it goes back to that to accept that they're stressful and that they're built that way. Get clear on the motivation of why you're giving that gift to that person. Don't definitely don't overspend out of guilt and obligation. And the other thing is give from that place of love and affection. I think when we give from our hearts, it has a much greater impact on the person receiving. I love that. Great way to end it. Thank you so much, Carol. Great tip. My pleasure. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. Coming up, a financial move to make before year end. But first, a quick word. Spend lots of time on your device? Then spend some of that time with us. WSJ Podcasts, the sound of success. Now, watching your wealth. Here's one financial step to take before year end. If you have a medical flexible savings account or FSA, check its balance to make sure you don't end up wasting that money. These accounts are great because you can use them to pay for items and services not covered by your health insurance, and they can save you tax dollars. Most accounts, however, need to be used up by December 31st. If your company doesn't extend a grace period, you will lose that money if you don't use it. So check out how much money you have left in your account. If you have some, it may be time to buy that new pair of eyeglasses or see your dentist. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Chief information officers, long regarded as technical gurus serving the business, are often today's visionaries, evangelists, and change agents for the business. Join Deloitte's Lou DiLorenzo in conversation with tech leaders who've challenged the status quo, redefining the CIO's role by transforming organizations and industries. Where technology and influence converge, new opportunities and value can emerge. <laughs> 